Welcome to Curated by Culture. I'm your curator, Cassandra. Thank you as always for joining me. Um, how's your head? How's your heart? It's, it's important to check in with yourself, especially around the colder months because seasonal depression is real. Um, for people who have to spend time with their families, Sometimes the people who cause us the most stress are family members. And I've talked about that before. It's okay to say no. It's okay not to attend. Um, but if you have to attend, know your own limits. Like if, if that was me and I had to attend a family function that I didn't really want to attend, I'd probably show up as early as possible and leave as early as possible. Um, but that's not my it's not my story. Um, but you know, check in with yourself, make sure you're okay. Make sure you know how you're feeling. Cause it is very important that we, um, you know, we take care of ourselves first, you know, we're no good to anybody else if we're no good for ourselves. Um, I was talking to somebody recently about my podcast. I don't really know this person. Like we're not friends, but you know, just acquaintances we've spoken before. And I was sharing that I had a podcast about emotional healing and, you know, in, in the conversation, we kind of drilled back a little bit more and was like, well, really, what does that mean? Like, you know, what are the conversations like? Are, do you have therapists on and this and that? And I was like, no, it's kind of just me talking about situations that I've either, you know, people I've met or encountered or, you know, maybe my own personal experiences. But, you know, she was trying to get a better understanding of like, you know, what is emotional healing? And I'm like, you know, it's the one thing we don't realize that we suffer from as humans, because we don't really know what emotional healing looks like. It's like for a man who is, has always been, and especially in the black community, like we're always taught, you have to be strong, you have to be smart, you have to be these things. And especially men, like little boys are often told, especially in the black community, um, you know, don't cry. Men don't cry. Men don't do this. And, you know, a lot of that is being emotionally unintelligent. Like we need to understand what our feelings are. Last season, I talked a lot about feeling your feelings. I think I did one, maybe three episodes about it. Um, But I think it's important that we really, and I kept saying this to her, like, I think it's important that we understand what our traumas are. Sometimes they're childhood trauma. Sometimes they're relational traumas. Sometimes they're just, you know, they could be anything. It could be anything that had an effect on you that causes you to act emotionally unintelligent now. And that's what emotional healing looks like. Because once you heal yourself emotionally, you kind of can heal yourself in so many other ways. For me, after, you know, even though they might go hand in hand, emotional intelligence and emotionally healing kind of opens the door for spiritually healing, which is so important. You know, like who you, you know, I've said this before, greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. That person that's inside of you is dying to come out. Like that person you really are, the person you were meant to be, your purpose in life is tied to it. And so when we think about emotional healing, I say we have to think about so many things. We have to journal. We have to write. We have to talk. We have to seek therapy. I always tell people, like, I think therapy is so important, but it's not the only thing. You know, you can sit down for an hour and talk to a therapist and still need to go home and journal or still need to go and talk to somebody that you can trust. And unfortunately, because the way culture has always gone, a lot of people don't have people to talk to. A lot of people are not intimate in that way where they can share their feelings, share their thoughts, cry, 
You know, if you're a black man and you've always been told not to cry, you're never going to cry in front of people. That's just the reality. You know, and I know so many men, so many men who literally will say to me, like, I cry by myself. I'll never cry in front of somebody. And I'm always like, but why? You know, why not? You need a hug. You need love. You need to feel supported. You need to feel cared for. And so when, you know, I explain what emotional healing is like, I'm like, it can be anything. One of the, a few of the best examples, like one of them, I I like to say, especially to women, you know, the, and I always say this in just general, children from the time they are born till about five are the most vulnerable. Like those are the most important years of a child's life (laughs) from the, from the time they're born till about the age of five. If you do not receive all the components of love in those years that you need attention, caring, um, all of them, you know, I can keep going on nourishing, um, just everything that you need, you can be traumatized for the rest of your life. You know, so like to the little girl who didn't have a father or didn't have a father figure or whose father was there, but didn't love her or abused her. She may spend her life looking for love from a man because she never received it from her father or her mother. I mean, it could be either way, but you know, and then as she gets older and she goes out into the dating world and she's meeting men and she's talking to men, that vulnerability will show in a way because she's not emotionally intelligent enough to know how to be and how not to be. And then she'll find a man who may love her enough. You know, he might love what he gets from her, what she gives him. And there's no doubt in my mind that he will take advantage of that. And then she will feel broken all over again. And it'll be like a cycle. Then she'll try to understand what happened and try to figure that part out. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case. So I don't want anybody to be like, that's not true because I get it. Like they're always one off. There's 8 billion people on this planet. I'm not thinking every single person. However, that could, that's just like an example of, you know, or the young lady who grew up without a mother's love and doesn't know a mother's love. And now she's all these things to all these people. And she doesn't know who she is because she didn't have a mom to show her like, this is what a lady's like. This is how you should be. Or There's so many examples of emotional healing where people just, you know, so many little things that people just don't realize are tied to that emotional healing. And the traumas can come from anywhere. You know, when, when a woman is abused, the saying is that she'll go back eight times before she finally leaves for good. Like that's the wildest thing to me. So if you are in an emotionally abusive, mentally, however, abuse is abuse. I'm not even going to break that down. Um, and I don't know if the same could be said for men. I've always known it to be more women that that's been said for, but like the statistics statistics show that she would be back. She'd go back at least eight times before she leaves for good. That is because she is emotionally unhealthy, unintelligent, uninformed. When you heal yourself emotionally, you can heal yourself in every other way. Your spiritual intelligence, your emotional intelligence, your relational intelligence, all those things are a kind of a product of your emotional intelligence. It, that's my opinion. I don't know that to be fact. So if you are like a psychologist or a therapist or somebody and I'm saying that wrong, please email me and say, that's wrong. Don't say that. But I feel like that to me and in my personal opinion, those are some of the most important things that affect 
my community, the black and brown community, especially women, especially men who have been searching their whole lives. And I know so many men who are constantly searching, like I'm looking for something. I don't know what it is. Um, You know, some of these men join groups, cults, I like to call them, um, that will prey upon that exact fact. They didn't have a mom or a dad, or they were out running the streets. And now here in 2022, we are like, in my opinion, I always say this, like we're in the battle of good versus evil. And because we can't get it together emotionally or spiritually, we are like, we are literally losing the fight. So when I tell people about my podcast, I always say it's to get people emotionally and spiritually right. Like I want people to know what happiness looks like understand what God's best for you is. It is peace. It is happiness, but it is also very, also very much to walk in your purpose. It's important that if we, you know, if we, if we want to live full and authentic lives, we choose to walk in our purpose and the world would be a much better place for it. Like, honestly, it would be a much better place for us if we all chose these paths. So that was part of the conversation. And the other part of the conversation, which to me is probably what I really wanted to talk about today was um, we were talking about legacies. This was a group of people. We were talking about legacies and, you know, somebody was like, well, what do you want your legacy to be? And, you know, I probably mentioned it on here before different things. Like I want to do this. I want to get into this. And, you know, I'm getting into education in in a different way. Um, But I want my legacy to be love. And when 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 people ask me that and I say that, I explain it in a way of, Love is the one thing that humanity humanity has lost so much. Like we no longer love each other. The Bible literally says, love one another as I have loved you. That's it. That's the simplest rule to me. And the one that is so lost on people, love one another. We are not here to judge another person's actions. We are not here to criticize another person's actions. We are simply here to love one another. And we don't do that enough. And that bothers me so much. You know, when I tell people audit your circle, when I say feel your feelings, when I say all these things, it's all it's all part of leading to love, loving yourself, loving one another. This is the legacy that I literally pray. I hope I really do hope that. I leave behind. I, I want to leave a legacy behind where people understood what it was like to love ourselves or really just understood what love was really like. Like, what is love? You know, a lot of people don't even know what love is. And that's so sad to me. We think that, you know, sticking by somebody, being loyal to somebody is love. When in reality, that's not love. You'll know when you are loved. <laughs> you know, there will be no pain. No, well, let me not say that because there could be pain attached to love. Could be it's like it's painful to me as a mom <laughs> because I love my daughter so much. So anytime she hurts, well, let me not like now I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole. Sorry. But you know, there's there should be no pain attached to 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 real love, you know. Um, I, I really want my legacy to be love. I want people to know what it feels like to be loved, but also I want people to understand until you love yourself, you can't love other people. Until you love yourself. You'll never know what love really feels like until you love yourself. We can't shift and change the world for the better. We need to love ourselves, but then also understand what humanity's like. We're all dealing with something. We're all going through something. So just as you would want to be met with grace and kindness and forgiveness as you battle your day, so does the next person. 
So we need to treat each other that way. And I think, and I feel like that's one of the biggest things that is so lost on society, but more so, especially within our own culture, within my own culture, you know, in the black and brown community, we don't love our, we don't love on each other enough. You know, I've talked about black love and what it looks like before and, you know, TV's promoting black love in marriages. And I love that. I really do love that. I love to see black love, you know, within marriages, but I also want to see black love within our communities, within our groups. I want us to grow and build the way other cultures and communities grow and build. We just don't have enough of that. And that's why I do this. That's why I keep talking about this. That's why when I'm on here, I say we, and I'm talking about black people. By no means do I think we're a monolithic because I know we're not, you know, I know there's all sorts of other cultures that also deal with these things. But the most obvious of these cultures is us. You know, that's why you see people say, well, you know, they'll kill each other. They'll kill themselves. And it's true. It's so true. We will kill ourselves if you allow us to. Greed, hate, envy, all those things are poured into that. And that's what destroys our community. We don't have enough love. You see a young lady who's struggling, who doesn't have a mom, love her like a mom. That's literally who I am. Anytime young, especially young women, and they gravitate towards me and I love it. I love it so much. I only have, you know, I only have one daughter who I love more than anything in this world, but I love all people. I love young people. I love hanging out with them. I love talking to them. I love nourishing them. I love pushing them to be creative. I love helping them find their most authentic selves. But I love I, the most important thing to me is teaching them how to love themselves first, how to choose themselves, how to stand up for themselves, how to fight for themselves, and also showing them what love actually looks like is important. So that was the fun part of the conversation was just talking about my legacy of love and how I want that to be something that I leave behind, but also something that just generations and generations and generations of people can say, oh, well, you know, we healed ourselves because of this, or we healed ourselves because of that. I don't do it for likes. I don't do it for follows. I don't do it for fame. I don't, that doesn't mean anything to me. When I do this podcast and I'm talking about these things, I do it for the DMs and the texts that I get and people saying, listen, I tried what you told me and it worked though. I did this and I, you know, and I, you know, I'm seeing a change. I have a a good friend of mine who constantly texts me, who tells me almost weekly how much I changed his life or another young lady who I know really well, who will text me every week and give me the notes, but also tells me how these things have affected her. And to me, that fills me up with all that I need. Like that's all that I need to know that I'm, even if it's one person at a time or one person per year <laughs> or whatever it is, I know that, that I'm affecting some sort of change within you to bring out the best in you. You know, I pray my prayers for 2023 is that we all walk into our higher selves, our greatest, greatest selves and fulfill our purpose on this planet. So, um, you know, those, that was like cliff notes of the conversation. I don't want to get too far into it, but you see, I had no notes. I was just freestyling today because I am really busy (laughs) and I wanted to jump on here. It's not going to be a super long episode, but still an episode nonetheless. Um, I'm trying to think if there were any cliff notes, hot topics, random thoughts I wanted to share. I was I'm always reading something, but who knows? Anyway, Thank you as always for joining me. Um, I really do. I really do appreciate you all listening, liking, sharing. Please continue to do that for me um, and pray for me for 
social media. Like really pray for me that I can figure that part out because I know everybody keeps saying, well, everybody's going to find you on social media. I am a true believer that if this podcast is supposed to get to somebody, it will get to them. I believe that with every fiber in my being, that if God wants you to hear this podcast, you will hear it. However you get to it, however it gets to you, should I say, it will get to you. It doesn't, I don't need to post on social media. You know, to quote Lauren Hill, she says, I don't do the things you do for popularity. So I don't need to post on social media as, as often or as much because I truly believe that the people who are listening and the people who are being changed by this are sharing it with other people. And so I hope you'll do that. If this helped you, if this was something that was good to you, if it sounded good, or if you know somebody that this could help. And um, I think that's it. I love you, Ma.